Welcome to the Forget to Eat podcast, where we journey through food, health, and life BS to the other side, where life is easier, health is optimal, and food no longer rules. Hey, welcome to the next episode of the Forget to Eat podcast. I'm Charlie. This is Barbara McDermott. We're your host. We're your host. Actually, it's mostly you're the host. I just kind of, I'm eye candy here. Uh, We're pretty even. Ah. We're pretty even. Give yourself some some credit, mister. Or ear candy for those that are listening. (laughs) That's right. But anyway, uh, today you're going to talk about the good, bad, and ugly of Intermittent fasting, is that correct? Pretty much. Did I get you know, that right? Yeah. It's a, it's a big buzzword out there in today's world. And we're recording this on the day before Thanksgiving, at least in the States. And we know in our past history, when it came to the feasting that goes on during the holiday seasons, most people try to battle it or balance it out with activity. You know, everyone's running, doing the turkey trot, getting the extra cross-training class in, right? Burning off the turkey. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of misleading I remember, things uh, in that sentence right you know, there. Working out uh, and listening to the trainer talking to his client and the client talking about, I'm going to run an extra, I forget how many minutes it was, so that I can have an extra slice of pie tomorrow for dinner. It doesn't work. <laughs> it, it really doesn't work. Now, in your early years, when you're metabolically robust and your body is still growing, you know, we do have an advantage, but we don't really realize what it is. However, there's just no way you can you can possibly. I think you have to like like what is it to burn off oh like five M and M's? You got to yeah, like yeah. run the stairs at you know the climb Mount Everest. And, yeah, it's uh, something crazy and, like that. Well, and the crazy thing is, guys, you know, at least my shift insiders know that calories in does not equate calories out like there is not an exact uh in and out bank account where we deposit and we can easily withdraw because we can't withdraw calories fat calories i mean that's what we're trying to withdraw right we're not trying to withdraw protein calories right we want to get rid of the body fat well so that's locked down so note number one no withdrawal forms of calories oh well yeah sure yeah. So the, the, the powerful thing is when you realize uh, that running around in circles is not going to release body fat if your insulin levels are elevated. There's the difference between insanity and being a shift insiders. Shift insiders just know. So cut to the chase. Well, you and I just got to work out in today because, well, we, we, we do that. But I am so much smarter and so much, and I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but we don't have to run ourselves into the ground, especially as we're hit, hitting 58, yeah, 57. You'll pay for it. Well, your body can only take yeah. so much, right? We can easily, easily balance out the feasting with this intermittent fasting that you're hearing about in the world. But there is a good way, and there's a bad way, and there's an ugly way. We're going to start with the ugly way first. So the ugly way in my book, the way I think about intermittent fasting, which cut to the chase means not eating, right, for periods of time. But fasting ugly version is when we do it kind of once in a while and our body is still trapped in the sugar burner cycle of insanity i call it okay you're burning sugar your body has not been enabled or reintroduced to burning fat so you're stuck in sugar burner mode and if you're not eating for a whole day guess what your body is going to be doing 
something called gluconeogenesis. It's going to be taking the protein from your muscles that you're working so hard to maintain as you age, and your body is going to actually strip protein from your musculature and convert that to, bingo, bango, sugar. So during your fasting day, you I know you're thinking that you're creating a calorie deficit, and yeah, in some respects you are. However, what do we really want to do? We want to be able to use up body fat. Well, when you fast once in a while and you don't eat anything to kind of support that fast, you can very easily succumb to protein wasting or Mm. muscle wasting. Mm. So to me, that is ugly. Because you know what, guys? As we get older, our muscles are like our gold, our blocks of gold. Because they they house the most plentiful volume of mitochondria. Mm. Those of us who have stimulated musculature have a far easier time staying younger and keeping body fat from accumulating than those who don't have stimulated muscle. So don't lose your muscle. Yeah. I call uh, the muscle the sugar sponge. He calls muscle calls sugar the sponge. Sweet, the sweeper. Yeah. yeah. You know, but but it, it is a kind of a, a an advantage that you have, as you said. You know, yeah. it's like this insider secret. The more muscle you have, the the easier it is in regulating blood sugar and dealing with all that Absolutely. toxic sugar in your system. Part two of that is once we reach age thirty, on average, we lose naturally we lose about a pound of muscle mass a year. So say that again. <laughs> a pound of muscle mass a year, on average, we lose once we reach age thirty. 30. That's big. So small. That is Dwindling. why, for a lot of individuals, diabetes creeps in around age 50, 60. Yep. Because think about it, they're now down 20, 30 pounds or more of lean muscle mass that they've lost. Which is a, a powerful glucose sponger. It pulls the glucose, you know, it, muscles require fuel like that. Yeah, yep. And that's a perfect analogy. I never heard you say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. That as we age, we hit our 40s and our early 50s, that diabetes creeps in. Why? Because the blood sugar is of no use. We don't have muscles. We're not being active to even use up yeah. that extra yeah. sugar. That extra so glucose. even if we're eating the same foods, yep. the same exact diet yep. in our 50s as we were in our 20s. Not going to work. We're going to accumulate more sugar. We're yep. going to need more insulin. Yeah, we're going to accumulate sugar and ding, dang, damn, that blood sugar becomes our belly fat. Yep. Ah, yeah. So the ugly thing is doing intermittent fasting in such a way that you're not uh, making sure that your body's already readapted. I want my body to, to dine in when I'm fasting. What does that mean? I want to be able to fat tap. I want to be able to tap into the fuel that I'm carrying on my body. If you're just fasting once in a while off the cuff, chances are pretty darn good that you're going to be muscle wasting. Mm. And you're already wasting muscle yeah. if you're over 30. So don't we, we don't want to go to that. So then let's move to the bad. We did the good, bad, the ugly. The bad to me is, again, the once in a while, like the fasting warrior, the weekend warrior faster, you know. And when your body, when you do fasting more regularly, but again, you're not certain that you're readapted to utilizing body fat. You're still in that sugar burner. You're fighting cravings. It's hard to fast. It's unpleasant. That kind of feeling. You know, your body will start to self-regulate. You know, we are highly adaptable creatures, human beings. And when your body is sensing that you're not being fueled on a regular basis, your metabolic rate will lower down. Mm. Like your body will start to go, you know, you're (laughs) dying. And if you've ever felt a crash during a fast, 
I'm tired. I'm lethargic. I don't feel well. I, you're not fasting correctly, right? You're, you're not a person who is tapped into their body fat doesn't feel any of that. Okay. So the ugly is muscle wasting. The bad is having your whole metabolic, which is your revved energy engine slowing down. Yeah. And don't forget, if you're one of those people who fasts and feasts kind of just like haphazardly without an actual systematic step kind of thing behind you, every time you feast, your body will overcompensate and store even more body fat. Anybody else ever out there have that happen? You know, you're watching, you're dieting, you're fasting, and then three weeks later, like, good grief, look at this inner tube around my belly. What the hell is that? That's your insulin belt. That's your blood sugar and insulin belt. Mm. And it's just not cool. So get to the good. Let's the get good. To the, good. the good. Finally. The good is when you fast like this. Oh my gosh, I forgot to have lunch. That's the kind of fasting we talk about in our Shift Insiders because our Shift Insiders know how to reacquaint their body with operating on body fat. What do I mean? Not sugar burning, not craving. Even hunger becomes more regulated. You have a hearty appetite. You enjoy the feast, but you don't keep feasting. You don't sit at the table and keep eating. You actually are done and you move on and you're not hungry for a whole bunch of hours. And then you're hungry again. So fasting to be in the good category requires a little knowledge. You know, we we have we always say we have a secret with our ship insiders. We fast, but we actually eat during our fast. Because here's the thing. The biochemical marker of being in a fasted state is not like I'm dying, I'm not eating any food for seven more hours. No. It's where is your insulin level? Is it elevated or have you dropped it way down low? Because it's only when insulin levels low that body fat burning is on go. That's how you win. You just know a thing or two about glucose and insulin. You know how to manage that. Drop it down and you're fasting like a champ. You fast basically every day. You know, you're just not hungry. Naturally. And then when you have feasting things like Thanksgiving Day tomorrow, many of our, we're going to talk about in a different podcast, this concept of bookending. Many of us are doing that in our community. Because once you start riding the tide of effortless, cravings-free weight loss, oh, you are in the game. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the good, the bad, the ugly. Don't awesome. waste your muscles. Don't gain more weight than you think you're losing because you're you're setting your body up to overcompensate. And the last one is there is a way. In fact, Charlie's going to tell you about that. Yeah, yeah. Blog. If you want to uh, dive deeper into this topic, head on over to our blog. Go to theshiftformula.com and in the navigation, click on blog. There you go. And uh, the article titled "Best Way to Intermittent Fast." And in fact, there's a free fasting guide right. along with that. So make sure you download that. That'll be real helpful. All the great secrets. Yep, yep. yep. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode. Stay tuned for the next one, which you've already heard is going to be all about bookending. Yep. And like we say in Shift Insiders, keep calm and shift on. See you next time.